Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, thank you for listening. This is Ultra Life, the show about business, lifestyle, and relationships. Today we have a special guest, uh, Bert Martinez. I've known Bert Martinez for years. He's been a very influential person in my business life, educational. He's been quite a bit of a mentor. And he's been a driving force for me to actually start this radio show that you're listening to right now. Bert, are you there? I'm here. Great. Great, it worked. Well, congratulations. You're our first uh, guest. Official guest, huh? Official guest, yeah. Thank you for being on here. Bert, I'll just... You bet. Well, uh, I'm happy to be here. It's good to, to... that you, uh, I'm excited for you, and and, and uh, that you got this thing up and running, and you're doing so well, so quick. Well, thank you very much. I think this is our tenth episode too. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, taking your advice. <laughs> Man, so, you know it's it's amazing. It's amazing, and the, the, the most successful, the smarter, the smartest business people seem to always take my advice. Yeah, there you go. Amazing, right? Always, right? It always works out, I'm sure, too. Yeah, so, man. So, all right, so, so what should we talk about? Well, I want to talk about uh, the radio show, Money for Lunch, what it took you to start it, why you started it. And, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about that, what it takes to get out there and some of the things you've gained from it. Sure, but first sure. of all, why did you start Money for Lunch? So, uh, absolutely, that's a great question. So, I started Money for Lunch primarily out of an accident, and this was back. Uh, I was doing some coaching and uh, some consulting for uh, CBS uh, in Houston, and just accidentally uh, fell into this producer's role, and I wanted to create a show and uh, came up with a show called Money for Lunch. We launched it there on CBS radio, did really well, and then there were some changes that took place. I ended up buying the show from CBS and didn't do anything with it for several years, and then um, I decided to dust it off the shelf. You know, I own the rights. I own this website. I better start using it. And the reason I, I, I got back into it because it was the best way that I knew of to connect with people that were outside of my reach. It was the best way for me to connect with my audience. It was the best way for me to become better as a speaker. Things you know, so, so those are like my top reasons for getting involved. Get out of my comfort zone, reach reach my audience, and connect with people 
that I thought were influential in the in either in business or in politics or maybe their best-selling authors, people who were influential, and I want to connect with those people. And so uh, having a podcast or having a radio show gives you that ability in a very powerful way. Great. Now, you mentioned it took uh, you didn't do anything with it for a couple of years. Uh, and, you know, I sat on the idea for a while, and you kept telling me, Adam, once you start this, You'll be like uh, it's uh, PayPal, where PayPal pays you immediately. And I denied using them as a service provider for a while. But why? Why did it take you a few years just to point out, uh, you know, what things that might be blocking other people out there? Really, I think the thing that stopped me it was fear. You know. You, a, I didn't have the money that CBS had. So I'm thinking, man, can I do the show the right way? Um, am I going to be professional enough, smooth enough, entertaining enough to do the show? <clears throat> so, so you start having all these, you know, self-limiting thoughts, and 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 uh, and I decided that. I was as qualified as anybody else doing a radio show. And it, it certainly wouldn't hurt. You know, it, I figured that worst case scenario, nobody would listen to me and that would be okay. And then best case scenario, I would be able to connect and, and make a difference. And so I decided to be more afraid of not doing my radio show than being afraid of failing at my radio show. So that's why, you know, that's why I finally pulled the trigger and said, I'm going to do this thing. Mm, nice. It's kind of like what my experience was also is that I, uh, you know, I've been putting it off and I was like, when am I going to do the radio show, the TV show, the book? You know, I have this excuse. I'm not ready. I'm not ready yet. And I decided, well, we'll just start with 15 minutes and just do it. And luckily I had a, uh, and, uh, you know, partner associate, it's a part-time co-host with me, Rachel, and we just started doing it, talking about subjects, and it's, uh, it's been an amazing and great experience. It's uh, added a lot of credibility to the things that I, I'm up to and what I'm doing, and uh, I'm learning so much, and I didn't realize the difference it would actually make for people because they actually say that show made a difference for me. Absolutely. I encourage anybody so, now to, to, to get out there and start putting a show together because there are no limitations. I mean, Block Talk Radio allows you very inexpensively or for free to get started. There's a lot of platforms out there. You know, my show is now syndicated not only on Block Talk, but on iHeartRadio. And, and that was because of our fan base that allowed us to get on iHeartRadio. So there is so much that you can do, and, what, and what, I could, what I start thinking about is this. This is what I tell people. If you feel as though what you do can make the difference in somebody's life, then you owe it to them to get your show started. Well, that's really good. That's great. That's really great, Bert. Um, you uh, okay. said uh, your fan base. What's your fan base listeners look like? How many, how many people listen to your show? Well, 
right now we do approximately, uh, I want to say, 500000 a month. Wow, that's great. And uh, what have you uh, what have you seen, uh, like some of the benefits you've gotten? Maybe you could tell us a story of something, like generally tell us uh, some of the benefits and tell us a story of something that would never have happened to you if you had not started your radio show. Absolutely. So I was uh, fortunate enough to get uh, Dr. Joe Vitale on the show, and and him and I connected, and we became friends. And so uh, most people have heard of Dr. Joe Vitale. He's got like 60 books out. He's one of the main stars in the movie The Secret, and and he is a phenomenal individual. And because of Dr. Joe – um, he helped me out a lot. He helped me with uh, um, with my thinking. He helped me uh, crush some fears, stuff like that. But here's a gentleman who gets paid, you know, sixty grand just to do a a keynote, right? He, you know, his coaching program is is unaffordable by most people, and because him and I connected via the radio show, I was at his house spending the weekend there. Not once, not twice, but every time I go up there, you know, I can just call him up and say, hey, can I come over and spend the weekend? Come on up. Um, you know, and so I've, I've gone car shopping with him. Him, him and I have traveled together uh, to Dallas and L.A. and a couple other places. Uh, and because of that connection, he introduced me to the other people that he's in that circle with. And, and it's just been an unbelievable uh example of what you can do with the show and he later on became one of my first high-end consulting clients and that was able to uh break open a limiting belief that i had and and so he was uh one of my first high-end coaching uh clients a uh, consulting clients since then you know i tell people now interview the people you want to do business with so I, I interview people that I would love to do business with or love to hang out with and, and just be able to pick their brain. So Joe Vitale was the first good example, and that, again, was very organic. You cannot be, uh, you cannot be uh, what do you call it, uh, fake about it. And then there's a gentleman named Bill Bartman who was uh, at one point the 29th wealthiest man in America a uh, couple oh. of billion dollars. I think he had a, a net worth. And so um, him and I became friends because he's been on my show multiple times. And and here's a gentleman who, uh, again, would have been out of my out of my sphere of influence. And I probably would not have heard of him, but for the fact that his PR team reached out to my show and – then I researched who this guy was, and, and we had him on the show, and him and I connected, and, and we became friends. And now he's endorsing my book. Um, you know, him and I have done business together. Uh, so, so it's just a phenomenal, phenomenal thing. I, everybody should have their own show, and they should do it. If they can't do it every day, they should do it every week. Um, and then, you know, and, and so look, think about it. Joe Vitale and I hung out together in Utah, and you and I and Joe had dinner together. 
That all happened yep. because of that all happened because of the show. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually tell people that I actually gave him some coaching about how to get products into stores, which they're impressed by because whenever you hear of somebody famous, and I was the same way, um, you figure they know everything <laughs> about everything. And yeah, you don't and, realize and they know that everybody. you're you, – Exactly. And they don't actually know everything or everybody, and you might actually have something unique for them. And that was the first time I really got that because I was able to explain them how to get products into stores, not books, because yeah. he knew books left and right. It was a, a, a special mix uh, product that he wanted to get in some uh, retailers. Um, right. So that was, yeah, that was a great experience, and I'm, I'm very glad we were able to do that. Maybe we'll be able to have him on the show one day. Absolutely. Um, can, w- go ahead. What about Arnold? Uh, what, do you have something you wanted to say? Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Ask a question. What, what about Arnold Schwarzenegger? Can you tell us a little bit about him? Sure. Your experience so, uh, Absolutely. There's there's another great experience. Um, so uh, because of the show, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and I reconnected. Uh, we had we had uh, uh, followed each other on Twitter, and him and I had met a couple of times, and and uh, him and I stayed in contact with each other for many years. But then he became governor of California, and we really lost that connection. And uh, then. Uh, with him and I reconnected again. I started helping uh, his charity, uh, working with him and his team on his charity uh, goals. And you know, I kept I, I, I meet with the guy a uh, minimum of once a year. This year we met with him twice, not only at his event in Ohio, uh, in Columbus, Ohio, but he invited me to his home. And that's great. It, it was just it was just a phenomenal thing to be able to go to his home, hang out on that level and, and, and meet some of these other influential people, you cannot put a price on that. I mean, everybody knows that a lot of what happens in your world is dependent on the people you know or the people that know you. And because of Arnold, I got to hang out with Jason Statham and his brother. Because of Arnold, I got to uh, hang out with uh, presidential candidate John Kasich and his wife. And and he's introduced me to, you know, three or four of the guys there from uh, the movies, the the movie, uh, the Expendable movies, and and uh, these guys have done some really nice, sweet things for my wife. Uh, Tom Arnold, <laughs> Tom Arnold came into town, and my wife and I and, and Tom Arnold went out to dinner, um, and um, it was just, you know, it, it was just those things that you cannot put a price on that really add a lot of juice to your life. Hmm. What do you mean by juice to your life? What does that mean to you? Uh, you know, I look at juice as things that get you excited, keep you excited, that add memories, that add value to your life, uh, that help push your your boundaries of of uh, of what you can accomplish, you know, the, the hanging around people like Schwarzenegger and Tom Arnold and Tom Hopkins and Joe Vitale and Bill Bartman, uh, Grant Cardone, all of these guys, 
you, you start to realize that they are no different than you are and that they have some of the same hang-ups that you do. Joe Vitale, I think the reason that Joe helped me so much is because he was so broke for so long. He was broke up until the age he was like 45, 46. Was and, he homeless for a while? If, correct me if I'm wrong, yep. but was he homeless for a while? I think he, talk, he, he was homeless. about that. Yep, he was homeless uh, for a short while oh. up in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and, and he's just a very down-to-earth, humble guy, uh, easy to get along with, uh, just a very loving soul. But back to your question, you know, this is all what I mean by juice. You know, the legacy that we all leave behind is going to be the people who've influenced us and then the people that we have influenced. So immediately you have your family. And obviously our family adds juice to our lives. And then you have your extended family and then you have your friends and your, you know, or your close friends and stuff like that. And the other thing that adds juice to your life is being able to break those limiting beliefs that we have placed on ourselves. And and I, I always, I've always said, I don't care who you are, whether you're Donald Duck or Donald Trump, you have limiting beliefs that you're constantly fighting. Yeah. And what would you say is the difference between you and those people? Why are they, they have those same traits. Why are they doing the things that they're doing? So what I have learned, and that's a great question. What I have learned from hanging around with Arnold, hanging around with Joe Vitale, Tom Hopkins, Grant Cardone, is that first of all, the, the number one thing is that they were willing to fail hard, fail fast. I mean, they, were, they had this unrelenting, unrelenting, obsessive work ethic. And they also had this just crazy, ridiculous, sometimes delusional self-belief. Like, for instance, Joe Vitale had a lot of limiting beliefs, but he believed on a ridiculous level that he was meant to be an author and that he would be a best-selling author. That was his belief. And from the day that he got out of high school, his, journey, you know, his, his goal was to be a best-selling author. And he wrote books, and he wrote books, and he wrote books that made him no money, made him no money, made him no money, until he wrote one book with Bill Hibbler, and that book made him, made him a best-selling author and put like a couple hundred thousand dollars in his pocket. And that changed well, his life forever. I didn't know that. I always figured he sold a few books and started making money. No. His, his first five or six or ten books, I think I think his first five or six, or it might have been up to ten books combined, made him like six or seven bucks. I'm being facetious, but it made him really no money, no livable money. He could just say he was an author and that was it. And he still had to that was promote. It. You know? and, well, and, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. And so he, not only did he have that, but he had uh, he had a, a somewhat of an abusive, overbearing father. And so he, he was very shy. Uh, he felt very awkward. He's overweight. So he had all these things that are, that are really self-imposed, limiting beliefs based on your environment, based on your upbringing that we all have to deal with. 
And and so again, it took him until he was in his mid forties, early fifties to break from that. Well, it's great. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of us can relate to parents overbearing overbearing fathers for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what what other kind of personalities have you had on your show? Uh, you know, uh, Hugh Jackman, and I'm just throwing I, I'm just throwing out some of these names that everybody that a lot of people will know. But I've had a lot of New York Times bestselling authors. I've had a lot of great bestselling authors on the show, um, and I and I I have uh, for the most part I'm rattling off all these guys that I know because I'm married and and it probably would not be appropriate for me to to uh, to hang out with a bunch of women, uh, not that not that I don't have women that have been on my show, and not that I don't have women that I admire, um, because I've had Sharon Lecter on my show, who is uh, uh, somebody I admire tremendously. She was at one point the CEO of Rich Dad Poor Dad, and she wrote all those books with Robert Kiyosaki, and she's a phenomenal individual. And uh, and again, I got to meet her and become friends with her. I, and when I say friends, I'm talking about pick up the phone and dial their cell phone friends. And, and so I have that uh, with uh, uh, all of these people, except for maybe uh, John Kasich uh, and uh, Hugh Jackman. Uh, I don't have Hugh Jackman's personal cell phone, but uh, him and around, you know, uh, him and I don't uh, what do you call it necessarily run around the same circles. I don't expire to be, I don't, uh, yeah, aspire to be an actor. Uh, but uh, for the most part, you know, I've had uh, just about anybody that you can imagine on my show. Um, and it's been phenomenal. Senators, Congress people. Um, I'm trying to think, um, you know, coaches, consultants, you name it, it's just been a, a phenomenal thing. And, and here's the other way that I use my show, by the way. Uh, you, you'll, lo- you'll love this. Um, so um, I, had, uh, I had a tax question that I was dealing with, and, I, and, and, and so I, start, I, I got my producer to go out there and get me some tax professionals. And one of those tax professionals comes on my show, and uh, this is like two and a half, three, almost three years ago, um, and uh, and so she comes on, and she, and so uh, this week, um, this week or not? I, 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 let me rephrase that. Not this week, but this week, a couple of two or three years ago, or maybe her period of two weeks. I'm having all these tax professionals come on my show because I keep asking them the same question and see if they give me the same answer, right? So this is another way that you can use your show. If you have a question about how to overcome a limiting belief or a legal question, you just bring those experts in to help you with that. So uh, one, of the, mm. one of the tax professionals I had come on my show, her name is Mary King. And so she came on my show, and now she's been a regular contributor on my show for going on three years. She's also my tax attorney. She handles all my taxes. And, <laughs> That's great. And we actually do a trade. So she comes on my show as a regular contributor. She handles all my tax questions fights the IRS for me, and, and so, you know, that's just a, another example of, of uh, you know, the type of people I have on my show and another way that you can leverage your show. It's just been a phenomenal thing. 
the other the other Great. thing that I've done with the show is uh, I get a lot of freebies sent my way. Uh, three and four hundred dollar juicers, uh, hundred dollar shoes, sandals, eyewear, camera accessories, uh, you name it. You know, spa retreats. Are they it's things that you ask for or the things that just show up for you? Combination. I get both. Combination. Yeah. Do you uh how long have you had your show? I've had it now on blog talk, gosh, I don't know, I want to say four years. Going on five. Wow, four years. That's crazy. That's crazy how time flies. I remember when you first started it. It was just an idea you had, and it just you just started it. Hopefully, we'll be able to look back on this show also that way. Um, what I want to ask you is also, we were talking about uh, some ways that you could help people to start their own radio show and the, some of the steps that they could do to actually develop a show and get it started. Absolutely. So the... Uh... The number one thing that you need to do is you got to figure out, you have to really figure out what you're going to talk about. So if you're going to talk about health or fitness or relationships or business or whatever, um, then great, start focusing on that. And I think that, uh, you know, the, uh, what do you call it, come up with a, a nice show title and it could be, uh, you know, there's a couple of ways of doing it. There's obviously, uh, you could have your name in the show title, or you could have uh, your name not in the show title, like like Money for Lunch. You know, and, and over time, I've kind of changed it up a little bit, so it's Money for Lunch with Burt Martinez. Uh, but that doesn't really matter. Bottom line is, you get up and you get going, and you start inviting those people that you either want to do business with or uh, you want to have a relationship with, and and you start changing lives that way. And I think, uh, you know, if you have a favorite book or a series of, or a set of, excuse me, a set of books that you have, that's a great place to start right there, inviting those authors. And also, like, use the example that I gave. If you have a problem, then invite people who can solve that problem because you're not the only one who has that problem. So if you, if you have a problem with losing weight or gaining weight, invite experts to help you with solve that problem. And if you have people, if you're afraid of heights, or you're afraid of failure, or you're afraid of writing a book, invite people that can help teach how to overcome those issues. And from there, you gain insight, and then uh, you're able to, if you apply what they teach you, you can overcome your problems, your, your fears, your limiting beliefs. Uh, and then if somebody really wants to know how they can get their show started, um, I do have, uh, what do you call it, uh, they can reach out to me, Bert, B-E-R-T, Bert at BertMartinez.com, and I'll send them a, a free course that I've started. Or they can go to, uh, it's, uh, I just launched it, um, it's Podcast Masterclass. I think because we just launched it, podcast or podcasting masterclass. Hmm, that's great. And they, I didn't even know uh, that. So they can when go, I asked to be on the show. That's great. There you go. So they can go to podcasting masterclass, 
and they can uh, they can sign up for free. They get a free course on uh, on exactly what they need to do step by step to start their own show, whether it's on Blog Talk or whether it's on uh, some other platform. And again, if they have questions, they can just reach out to me, Bert, B-E-R-T, Bert at BertMartinez.com, and I'll be glad to answer the questions and point them in the right direction. Well, that's great. Uh, what else can you tell us about it? Uh, well, you know what? That it's very simple. Uh, with today's technology, you can do it from anywhere. I mean, you're you're doing you're you're located in Salt Lake City. I'm located in in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, and uh, it's you know it's very it's just a very simple um, what do you call it? It's, it's it, you don't need to know a whole lot. I started Money for Lunch on Blog Talk with no money and using my cell phone. Now, fast forward to today, I have uh, I pay a monthly whatever it is, 30 or 40 bucks, I don't know how much it is. Plus, Blog Talk Radio pays me almost that much in ad revenue. It's not a lot, but again, it, I basically have my my show paid for by Blog Talk Radio ad revenue. Plus, uh I make uh a bunch of money with uh what do you call it? Uh um, I make a bunch of money with my sponsors, with uh, my different products or guests or things of that nature. There's several different ways to do that. But what's really nice is if, if you have a cell phone, you can start your show today just like you did, right? Yeah. Thank you very much for being on here, Bert. That's all the time we have for today. I'm sure a lot of our listeners got a lot of information they can use and you can reach Bert at Bert at BertMartinez.com uh, Check me out at UltraPerform.com When you get a chance check out our products You can also find me at Adam Tajadin on Facebook T-A-G-E-L-D-I-N Thank you very much guys See you later With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.